Trust me when I say this, fat loss does not have to be complex, but it does need to be effective. And this is one of the really simple changes that you can make to almost hack your psychology and get you to eat less. The Making of a Modern Man, a podcast dedicated to ambitious men who want to unlock the potential from their mind, body, and life. My name's Jack Taylor, and I'm a men's health, performance, and behavior change specialist. I believe that every man has the potential for greatness. Most just don't know how to unlock it. And that is the intention of this podcast, to help you step into your power and become the man you've dreamt of being. So if you're now ready to elevate all areas of your life, let's dive in. A big commitment I've made this year is to make no bullshit health and peak performance advice accessible to everyone. Because I've been on this journey for 10 years, and trust me, I have made many mistakes. But I make these episodes so that you can learn from my mistakes without having to bear the scars of the mistake itself. Now, each week, as you know, I make a variety of different content for those of you who are at different stages of your journey. And today's episode is for those who want to take action and start dropping body fat fast. I'm going to be covering the six things that I would focus on first if I was to start this whole process all over again. Let's dive straight into it. Number one, getting enough sleep. I cannot stress enough how much of an important role sleep plays on your health, well-being and overall performance. Let me put this bluntly. If your sleep quality is shit, your energy levels will be shit. And if your energy levels are compromised, you will move less. You will make poorer nutritional decisions. Your performance will be significantly worsened within your workouts. You'll have low mood, low libido. Your cognitive ability will be compromised. Lack of focus, lack of clarity, concentration through the floor. Sounds pretty rough, right? So what I want you to do is prioritize your sleep. If it was a performance enhancing drug, sleep would be banned. That's how powerful sleep is. There's so many experts who have said that if it was a bannable substance, it would be banned immediately. That is genuinely how powerful this can be if you dial in your sleep. Now, my top tips for optimizing your sleep are following the 3-2-1 rule. So the 3-2-1 rule is a very easy framework that you can obviously remember because it's quite catchy and that you can start to base your evening routine around. So the three stands for not eating food within three hours of sleep. Now the reason behind this is that a lot of people tend to eat their meals close to sleep. And if you're eating any food close to the time of which when you're meant to be sleeping, Your body doesn't have enough time to digest that food before shutting off for sleep. So let's say, for example, I eat a heavy dinner at nine o'clock and then I get into bed at 10 o'clock and I'm struggling to sleep. One of the reasons for this is that the whole digestion process is a bodily function and any bodily function requires energy, which is going to keep you awake because the factory is still working. As I always say, just because the shutters are down doesn't mean the factory has stopped working. So by making a three-hour rule or there or thereabouts of when you eat your food in comparison to when you go to sleep, that can help to minimize this as an interruption to your sleep quality. Now the two is very similar, which is don't drink any fluid within two hours of going to sleep. 
Now, a lot of people that I speak to are getting up within the night to go to the toilet. And even though it may be a quick visit of just 30 seconds, and you might even close your eyes throughout the whole process, but any form of interruption to your sleep is going to be compromising the quality of your sleep. It's going to be interrupting your sleep cycles, which is going to make a big difference in how you feel the next day. So if we can minimize this, then we should do so. And a rule of which that I've found to be beneficial for not only myself, my clients, is following this. So the three is not eating within three hours of sleep. The two is not drinking within two hours of sleep. And the one, which is arguably the most important, but the one that most people find the most difficult, and that is not going on your phone or consuming any blue light within one hour of going to sleep. Now, the reason behind this is that blue light is extremely stimulating. It spikes your cortisol levels, which is the hormone in the body that makes you feel awake. It's the stress hormone. So imagine that every time you look at your phone when you are trying to sleep, it's the equivalent of having a shot of energy. So imagine taking like a shot glass and then backing that off and it was just pure energy. That's how I want you to start viewing blue light when you're trying to sleep. So three, don't eat within three hours of going to sleep. Two, don't drink any fluid within two hours of going to sleep. And one, no blue light within one hour of sleep. If you're to follow that simple three, two, one framework, I guarantee that the quality of your sleep will dramatically improve. Now let's move on to step number two. Walk 8K steps a day. Now, I'm sure many of you have heard the 10K step target. Now, the actual number that has been shown in studies to bring an actual benefit to your health and well-being is 8K. Now, what most people just do is they round up to 10K to burn extra calories, which isn't a bad thing. But I would say, as a minimum, you want to make sure that you're hitting 8K steps a day. Now, this is becoming increasingly more difficult for people as we are starting to live more and more sedentary lifestyles. If you think way back when, when most people had manual labor jobs, this would have been very easy to hit without even thinking about it. However, now, because most of us are sat behind a desk for the majority of the day, we do need to bring a higher amount of consciousness and focus to what's called your NEAT. Because your steps will keep your NEAT high. And NEAT stands for Non-Exercise Activity Thermogenesis. So that's just a techie way of saying the calories that you burn outside of exercise. And these calories, your NEAT, contribute between 12 to 25% of your total daily calories burned. Now to put this into perspective, most workout sessions only make up 10% of your daily calories burned. So what we often do is we wildly overestimate how many calories we burn within a 60-minute session. Wildly. So I'm not saying that training isn't important, but I want you to stop viewing your training sessions as a means to drop body fat. Start viewing it as a means to get healthy and to get strong and to get fit. And start using your nutrition and your NEAT, i.e. your steps, as a better indicator and a better lever to pull to drop body fat. So I want you to start making sure that you're hitting a minimum of 8K steps a day. Now moving on to number three, lift weights at least three times a week. Now, not only does lifting weights make you feel cool as fuck, but it has many health and performance benefits. 
You burn more calories in a 72-hour period from lifting weights than you would do a cardio session. Now, most people, as soon as they embark on a fat loss journey, they start pounding the pavement. They start doing an endless amount of cardio because that's what they feel like they should be doing. They feel like, if I want to drop body fat, I need to be doing an abundance of cardio. But this just isn't true. You will burn significantly more calories over a longer period of time from lifting weights than you would a cardio session. And this comes down to the fact that within a 72-hour window, your body is using energy to rest, recover, and repair your muscles. Plus, an added bonus is that the more muscle mass you have on your body, the higher your metabolism will be. Now, I often get asked, if I'm training three times a week, what's the best training split? Now, it doesn't matter. Just train intensely for three sessions. But if you really want a little bit of guidance around what training splits you can do if you're training in the gym three times a week, you mainly have three options. You could do three full body sessions. You could do a push, pull, and legs split, which is probably my favorite. Or you can do an upper, lower, and full body. All are as good as the next, but pick one and stick to it. It doesn't matter. Number four, eat a high protein diet. One of the biggest struggles when dieting is hunger. Now this is due to low levels of protein that you're probably consuming. Most assume that in order to drop body fat, you must be consuming rabbit food. But this is where so many people go wrong. Like I mentioned about those who declare they're on a fat loss journey and then start pounding the pavement and doing endless amounts of cardio. What they often do in conjunction to that is just eat loads of salads, loads of bland, boring food that is just rabbit food. Now, not only does this not fill you up, it won't be providing you with enough protein to actually help repair and rebuild the muscles that you're training. So what I would highly suggest you do is focus on increasing the amount of protein that you're consuming currently, because it will fill you up for longer, which will mean you snack less and you can reduce your portion sizing, thus decreasing the amount of calories you consume, and it will help with the protein synthesis process, which is how you repair and rebuild muscle. So it's a win-win. Now, how much protein should I be consuming? Aim for two grams of protein per kilogram of your body weight. That is a rough target of what you can start working towards. Now, number five, eat off of a smaller plate. Obvious, I know, but trust me, this is a game changer. I get all of my clients to do this in the early days of their journey. It helps them to psychologically eat less without feeling like they actually are, resulting in less calories consumed without feeling like a bag of shit. Trust me when I say this, fat loss does not have to be complex, but it does need to be effective. And this is one of the really simple changes that you can make to almost hack your psychology and get you to eat less. And then finally, number six, drink three liters of water a day. Water is crucial. After all, we are made up of 60% of the stuff. So not only is it the one thing that is calorie free, so not only is it the one thing that is calorie free, hunger and the function of digestion and absorption of minerals and vitamins. So if you feel hungry, I would always take the approach of an irritating mother. I know my mum used to say this to me all the time and I'm sure yours did too. If you're hungry, drink water first, wait 20 minutes. And if you're still hungry, hungry after 20 minutes and drinking water, then you are going to emotion. They are the two most common emotions as to what guys 
eat too. So if you feel hungry and in 20 minutes after drinking water, you do not feel hungry, what you were about to do was you what you're about to do was emotionally eat. So you have caught yourself doing that. And hopefully next time you can learn from that process. So to summarize, guys, focus on your sleep. Walk 8K steps a day. Lift heavy things three times a week. Incorporate higher levels of protein into your diet. Eat off, a smaller, eat off of a smaller plate and drink three liters of water a day. They are the six things that I would do right now if I was starting my body. F- they are the six things that I would do right now if I was starting my journey again to drop body fat fast. Hopefully you found this helpful, guys. I'll catch you on the next episode. Guys, I appreciate you for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did and you found it valuable. To make sure you don't miss an episode like this in the future, hit that subscribe button. But until then, take ownership, take action and keep hustling.